0: Grumpy Old Geeks, a weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason Filippo, discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame.
1: Welcome to Grumpy Old Geeks, I'm Jason Filippo. And I'm Brian Schulmeister on day 7,842 of social isolation. All right, let's get into it. Right. So the internet is breaking a little from the coronavirus. We talked a little bit about this uh, when we were just starting about what people thought was going to happen and and what would and what wouldn't work. Um, Some things are starting to creak a bit under the strain. More and more countries are now instituting lockdowns. And the internet hasn't exactly broken, but it is definitely sparking up a little bit. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg recently told the New York Times, we're just trying to keep the lights on over here, which he should be able to do considering the massive pile of money they're sitting on. (laughs) Exactly. uh, (laughs) He owns all the lights. What the hell? (laughs) Yes. So there is soaring app usage for basically everything right now. And if Facebook is feeling the pressure, how is everybody else doing? Well, we talked about broadband. Uh, internet speeds have been declining in various hotspots around the world as broadband providers scramble to keep up with sudden spikes in traffic. Uh, Hubei, the Chinese province that the Wuhan has Wuhan as its capital, seen mobile broadband speeds fall by roughly 60% since January, according to UCLA, an internet monitoring service. In the U.S., uh, declines have been negligible in some cities but dramatic in others. Uh, the broadband tracking service Broadband Now found that 88 percent of the 200 most or 88 of the 200 most populous cities in the country experienced some amount of network degradation in the past week. Um, so it's kind of patchwork all over the place in the U.S., much like our response to everything. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> How yeah. about that? Uh, video streaming. Well, we've been talking about that. Netflix, YouTube, and Amazon Prime and other streaming services have all committed to downgrading their picture quality in various parts of the world in order to avoid putting too much strain on the internet. Uh, peak streaming times for most households lasted four hours on weekdays before the pandemic. It's now up to 10 hours a
0: day. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Wow. Netflix alone consumes 15% of the world's bandwidth. That is insane. That's I don't insane. know about... I wonder how the... much they pay for <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know about you, but uh, I was trying to finish up Altered Carbon most of the last couple of days, and I have 100% noticed that my Netflix is being throttled. The, the quality is definitely down.
0: Yeah, I haven't noticed that out here yet. All right. so, and I do speed tests every day because I've got the Eero and I just check it, and right. I'm, still at, I'm still at full strength, at least as far as the speed tests go. I haven't really noticed anything out here except for the next one that you're going to get to. Video games. Yes. yes yep. <laughs> this was the number one predictor
1: of something that would not work very well uh, once everybody was online and playing, and that has definitely happened. Uh, oh, video yes. game services are also trying to enact measures to ease up the strain they put on networks. Sony and Steam, the virtual video game marketplace, have both committed to throttle traffic from downloading games. So I, I'm not a gamer. Have yeah, you I am. This?
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah. So here's the deal. Um, yeah. D- downloading. Cause these updates, I just got a n- new update for gears five and it was like 30 gigabytes mm-hmm. and I'm like, geez. So I just let it go overnight and it, it's definitely cut the, uh, the download speed is cut in half, but I've been playing ghost recon with Jordan Harbinger at night and there is definitely lag mm-hmm. um, it, like serious lag. The, the voice quality has gone down and there have been like serious glitches in the game over time. I think that, you know, a, everybody's playing because yeah. there's nothing else to do besides that or watch Netflix. And uh, I have definitely seen a degradation in network uh, quality over right. over the video game world.
1: Yep. And here's one we didn't see coming, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Unemployment sites. Yes, huh? they are crashing from the strain because last week, nearly 33 3 million Americans filed for unemployment benefits, surpassing records set in previous recessions by a jaw dropping margin. This is insane. Now, as you'd imagine, unemployment websites probably were not exactly built to handle a lot of strain or even, you know, built with much thought or budget to begin with. Exactly. Or quality
0: of code. Or (laughs) quality.
1: So the websites that states have to run to accept applications have been basically collapsing under the weight of this new unemployment population. And obviously there's not a lot of customer service either. So, you know, Good luck, everyone.
0: Yeah, you know what? Maybe the states can hire some people that are signing up on these unemployment sites as web designers or you know web builders, and they can come in and say, "Hey, can you just come fix this?" and we'll send you some checks. Yeah. So a bit more follow-up. We were talking about how Zoom
1: likes to phone into Facebook, whether you are signed up with Facebook or not. If it's installed, they have removed this controversial code thanks to the pushback about it. Zoom insists the data collected did not include personal information but rather anonymous information (laughs) about a user's device. It has apologized for the oversight and made changes to the Facebook login process to prevent it. Zoom blames the oversight on a Facebook SDK used for the app's login with Facebook feature it said in a statement device that had only recently been made aware of what was happening in terms of data collection bullshit yeah
0: well they should have <laughs> should have read the fucking manual because it was right there in the terms of service when you use the Facebook SDK somebody yep. did not read nope I got to say, though, if you are going to use Zoom, I found this from uh, Recommendo, the newsletter that uh, Mark, Frauenfen- Mark Frauenfelder and uh, Kevin Kelly do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Web Around Portable Webcam Background Big Shot 56-Inch Chroma Key Green Screen Gen 2. Uh, <laughs> This looks so ridiculous. It looks so (laughs) ridiculous. It's basically a big uh, green screen circle that you attach to the back of your chair Mm -hmm. and you sit down and then you can like put your, you know, put whatever you want behind you. I think that they should make this a belt. For people with standing desks, (laughs) you just wrap it around you and you walk around the house with your green screen. This would be great for people doing TikToks and things like that, but it is $65 plus uh, $18.99 shipping, not available through uh, Amazon Prime, but it is now back in stock. It was out of stock for a bit. Is it considered
1: uh, essential or is it shipping in a month?
0: I tell you what, everything (laughs) that they, everything that I've bought has not been like throttled it all as far as shipping speed goes
1: that's that was my prediction my prediction is they were they were hedging their bets and putting those dates in and they would ship things as they got them i've gotten a whole bunch of things too so that's exactly what happened
0: yeah i don't think my v for vendetta costume and bespoke handmade resin mask are (laughs) essential items well they're essential to me (laughs) for for some things that i'm doing but uh yeah those things showed up exactly on time so thank god for that i know i know (laughs) So I've got some more tips here because mm-hmm. uh, our tip show has been one of the, the most highly reacted to shows I think we've ever done. We've gotten the most positive feedback from that show than almost anything we've ever done. Oh, well, look at us. We know things. Yeah. <laughs> we, we drink <laughs> so- and we know things. Yeah. So a few of these tips are new and some are from when I ran a minimalist blog back in the day called Spartanize.com. And that's when I was doing research on how to be happy working from home and living a minimalist lifestyle. So here are a few ones. This one is brand new, though. I -mm. found this one out and I've never known it. Use a spoon to peel ginger instead of a knife. It's lame have you ever done it
1: i have excellent knife skills i'm quite Dude, fine
0: try it you say you, you you get a you get more ginger out of the ginger and it's so much easier and you're not going to cut yourself it goes twice as fast than a knife and you can even have your kids do it or maybe not your kids because he's only Three, little, but, little uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but you know, you get a little older, then you just put them off and say, "Peel me some ginger, Junior," and uh, but try it. Get a get a spoon now, something with a thick edge, and peel your ginger with that because we we have ginger tea every day because it's good for the immune system and it's delicious. Yes, and uh, we've seen around the neighborhood all the people are walking around with their kids in the afternoons. What they've done in my neighborhood is a it's called a teddy bear hunt. Mm-hmm. So people with kids and have spare teddy bears, they put the teddy bears in the windows. So when the kids are walking around, uh, the parents are like, look out for the teddy bears. And like they, as the kids are walking around, it gives them something to do. Mm-hmm. So they're looking for teddy bears throughout the neighborhood to see where the other kids live. It, I thought it was a really cool idea. The kids was were really cute. into it.
1: That was definitely yeah. very cute. I don't live on the kind of street uh, where we have a bunch of kids, but uh, if you do, that's a great idea. Love it.
0: Yeah. These kids are totally upward every day. And like, you know, people are swapping out their teddy bears. They're moving them from window to window. So they're not in the same place every day. It's just, it's something that uh, all the, the parents in the neighborhood got together and did. And I thought that was a pretty cool idea. Right. Very nice. Yeah. I like that. And we talked about keeping your place clean. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, I just can't do it, man. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm just I'm too tired. It's it's such a daunting task to clean my entire place. Well, here's the tip. One room a day. Yeah. Pick you don't have room. to clean
1: your entire house every day. That's silly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I, but some people interpreted what we said as we got to keep you know clean your house every day. It's like, no, start with one room. Next day, do another room and then just cycle through them until your whole house is clean. And then then it's easier Mm -hmm. to keep them tidy. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, just do one room a day and just cycle through. And the other one is uh, this is this is just a this is a no brainer for me. But I guess a lot of people don't understand this one. Never go to bed with dishes in the sink Uh, ever. Yeah, you you have no idea how many people just like, oh, I they do, you know, they Cook dinner leave the stuff in there and like i'll clean it up in the morning no 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 you want to clean your kitchen before you go to bed. So when you wake up in the morning, you come into a clean kitchen and you start your day without this low level of anxiety saying, shit, this is another thing I got to clean today. <laughs> Period.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've got three people in the house here all day, every day now for the, almost three weeks. Uh, I'm running the dishwasher every single night. That's that's my last task before I go to bed is, you know, put that wine glass in the dishwasher. It's the last thing. It's pretty damn full because we're going through a ton of dishes every single day. And I start it and go to bed. That That is part of the nightly ritual
0: yeah we don't have a dishwasher so it's we oh, you, have to you are the, the dishwasher thru- gotcha. th- yes throughout <laughs> the day so it's like when you leave them in there then you have to do it people with dishwashers yeah yeah <laughs> bougie <fucks>. uh <laughs> we don't have that luxury so yeah we, we clean the dishes throughout the day that's it it reminds me like when i used to go on vacation i would always make sure that my bed and my house were completely clean before yeah. i left oh yes. so when i came home yeah yeah when I came home, I just came into a perfectly clean house and it just felt so good to come home. There are people that just like leave a mess like, ah, screw it. I'm going on vacation. I'll clean it when I get home. Nope. Wrong way to do it. You're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last one, this was a, uh, this was a really, it got a ton of great feedback when I ran it on Eyes. If you have a bunch of books that you want to read during this, you know, <laughs> forced vacation, uh, <laughs> what you want to do is you want to hide all of the books that you're not reading at the current moment. Because every time you walk past that bookshelf, you're going to have this whole paradox of choice problem where you're just going to get stressed and anxious. Like, I could be reading all of these books right now. No, you can't. You can only read one book at a time. So hide the books. If you can't put them away, cover them. Just get a, you know, pillowcase or a sheet or whatever your bookcase situation is. Just cover them up and keep one book out that is the one that you're reading. You'll focus on that book. You'll get more read and you will have less stress worrying about how much stuff you're not getting done.
1: And the digital version of that, of course, is only buy one at a time. You can save them into your cart, save them for later on Amazon, whatever you want to do, but just purchase and download one at a time.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Definitely. And I was talking to a friend of the show, uh, Dan Nitro Clark, Mr. American Gladiator, and he's stuck in a two bedroom apartment with his girlfriend, her eight year old son and two dogs. And he's like, you know, he's getting getting a little bit of the, the cabin fever, too. And I'm just like, dude, just think of it as a forced mandatory vacation and just relax take Force, a breather mandatory unpaid vacation for most unpaid people. unpaid <laughs> vacation yes there's there's also that yes the <laughs> unpaid part really sucks but he's a writer so i'm like take this time to sit down and write find that time to yourself to like you know pretend that you're in bali <laughs> you know <laughs> at night when the kids go to bed the wife goes to bed or the girlfriend goes to bed Pretend you're in Bali and you're, you're you're sitting there. the The windows are open. the The sea breeze is coming in. You sit down to your typewriter and you write a masterpiece. Right. And he's like, "Okay, I like that." I'll
1: now, on that, you know, I know. Like, sadly, half this country is still not even on lockdown and is doing whatever they want. But for those Don't of us that
0: started, <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, and we're not going to talk about that because that's not what this podcast is about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but for those of us that have been living in this nightmare for for a while, um, we are about to hit the really tough patch so buckle up people time to get that discipline in follow our tips it's about to get really really hard um you know like uh, you and i are both really good at working from home but this is not the same thing this is insane um it's gonna get tough so treat yourself well build in some treats for yourself alone time is beyond key even if it's just Do a 20 minute walk by yourself, switch off with the various members of your family, you know, switch off with the wife, with the girlfriend, get some alone time in, get as much as you can throughout the day without, you know, emotionally distancing yourself as well. That's not good because you're going to be (laughs) stuck in this house with this other person for at least another month. So hang in there, everybody.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, we're, you and I, it started a little bit earlier than most people. Well, some people haven't even started yet. (laughs) Yes. Uh, <laughs> they're they're getting ready to to jump in probably. Um, it at, at about three and a half weeks you start to get a groove I think mm-hmm. and things get easier because you know habits form at about three weeks and you start start to finally get a groove and it does get better it does lighten up and then you're just like yeah. And uh, we'll talk about this a little bit in Media Candy, but when you watch TV, and I know my roommate and I are watching this stuff, and people are going up shaking hands, we're like, no, six feet, six feet! (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird to watch TV in the time before the virus. (laughs) I know. What's a hug? In the news... Well, it turns out people that work at Instacart and Amazon and Whole Foods and a lot of people on the front lines of this and in, in all over the world are not very happy about how their companies are treating them and they're gonna go on strike.
1: Just that the would perfect
0: time we need not be good right now. <laughs> it's gonna be very, very bad. Yes. Um hundreds of thousands of instacart employees are just about ready to say screw you guys we're going home right. because instacart is not giving them uh hazard pay which is stupid yep they're not giving them you know proper support at all uh, yep. amazon has shit the bed yet again by not disclosing to their employees when there is a you know a case in the warehouses so people are walking out of the warehouses and today remind me a for Tuesday, a second
1: jason who who's the richest person in
0: the world right now Jeff Bezos. (laughs) Oh, okay. Mm, Interesting. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And yes, and to to get to Jeff Bezos, today is the day that uh, a lot of uh, Whole Foods employees are staging a sick out, calling in sick because they feel that they are not being treated well as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I went to a Whole Foods yesterday because I had to drop off a package that uh, I needed to return Mm -hmm. and do the whole scan thing. It was great. I walked in, didn't touch a damn thing, held my breath in the entire time I was in the store trying to find the service desk to return it. (laughs) And when I finally did, I got up there, we stood way far apart and, uh, I, I I put my package down on the counter. He put his gloves on. He picked up the package and said, do you have the QR code? I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> I put I, I pulled up the QR code on my phone. I set it gently down on the counter, and he, he walked over to it and scanned it, and I picked it back up, put it back in my pocket so I could disinfect it when I got home and got the hell out of there. But uh, the point of this is I went into a Whole Foods, and everybody in that place is miserable, absolutely miserable. They're just like... Welcome to Whole Foods and like everybody's (laughs) like pensive and like, you know, I go to the regular grocery stores and everybody's wearing masks and gloves, but you know, you go to Whole Foods and they're wearing masks and gloves and yoga pants. (laughs) That's the difference. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's like if I go to a regular grocery store, there's an hour wait to get in Whole Foods. I just walked right in. They're not like capping people going in or anything like that. They're not counting people, which is crazy. You know, there's only ten families allowed into my local Ralph's, which is a mega grocery store. Right, and Whole Foods, you can just walk in and out. I'm just like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So now I, I kind of understand why they're pissed.
1: Yeah, well, again, and-
0: I mean, the the rules are all
1: it's, we, we've got a patchwork of systems going everywhere, and we really need to codify all this stuff and yeah, make it safer for everybody involved, especially these people who are getting paid next to nothing to begin with.
0: Yeah. And I also noticed that the mega grocery stores, they've actually put up giant plexiglass shields in between you and the the person working the register. Mm-hmm. And none of that at Whole Foods. There's no protection whatsoever for the people that are there, which yeah. is, you
1: know, at the very minimum, they should be getting masks. But, uh, you know, they aren't so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, none of the employees had masks on, you know, uh,
1: again, I I almost see this starting to become the new normal. I'm not sure how we're going to ever get back to this the way we did things before uh, when this is all gone. But uh, I'm a little surprised that you aren't able to sign up. Uh, Online, Like, uh, well, I'm not surprised because, you know, companies aren't really good at getting processes in place, but uh, something that they should be doing at this point, like all the grocery stores, the Ralph's, the Whole Foods and everything, you should be able to go to their site or go to an app and be able to schedule a time uh, to go in. And that way they could really keep the flow of people to uh, manageable levels without huge lines snaking around the block. Now, obviously, you have, you know, in an emergency, you get to go and and there's a there's a separate line for people that haven't signed up. And, you know, three people that signed up go in. One person that didn't sign up goes in. That sort of thing.
0: So you're basically trying to turn the grocery store into the DMV. Yeah, well, we need something. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, just stand in line. The, the uh, My roommate is over 60, so she gets to go in early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And skip the line because there's, you know, they they actually cut the elderly hours down. <laughs> elderly. She's 60. <laughs> Come on. It's not that elderly. But because uh, a lot of people weren't showing up. So she went in and it turns out that uh, people are going in with their grandparents or whatever and basically buying all the staples before everybody else gets there. So you have to get there first thing in the morning. Right. Or you're not getting that teepee. You're not getting those paper towels yeah. at all. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It is totally crazy. So but I'm, you know. I wish Instacart would step up because there's a lot of these companies that are just like after this whole thing's over are just going to be, you know, for years are going to be living this down and maybe they they might not. I know Uh, this is
1: this is their time to shine, but
0: they're not shining. Yeah. 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 I mean, come on, man. Get some more funding. If that's the problem, if you can't pay people. Silicon Valley is not really invested in a lot right now because everybody's <laughs> hunkering down. Just go out and say, hey, guys, can I get another couple hundred million to keep this show going? And the people that invest in that and the people who get behind it to make sure everybody's safe while yeah. this whole thing's going on, those people are going to be heroes at the end of this.
1: And if they're plain and transparent about it and say this is exactly why we want the money and this is exactly what we're going to use it for, you're going to get it. People, yeah. people are, are really concerned about this, this aspect of our society right now. We are relying on these people and we're all behind them. Well, at least in some states. Other
0: states, maybe not so Ah, much.
1: Okay. Well, we're just going to do this whole podcast, assuming all the country is being same like we are.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, (laughs) Over at the Wall Street Journal, they've got an article about government tracking how people move around in coronavirus pandemic. It is nice to
1: know that uh, what we assumed was going on the whole time has been and is.
0: Dude. Yeah. And, and wait till the next story. Uh, yeah. So they're they're buying data from all the advertising companies and they're using that to track patterns of you know, the spread yeah. of the virus. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm just going to jump to this next one because this next one is the one that just made me put my hands up in the air and say, fuck it. They've got it all already. <laughs> Video shows cell phones on Florida Beach during spring break and where they've traveled during coronavirus outbreak. Now, this company who uh it was tectonics yeah tectonics uh they've got this visualization platform and they show them in this video going to a certain point in time going to a certain beach and using a mouse to just circle a a cohort of people Mm -hmm. and then track them over time yep this technology is fucking space age I was just I was it's it's it's
1: insane they know where we are at all times and they can keep screaming about how it's anonymized but that's bullshit because all you have to do is track that for a while
0: and figure out what house these people keep going back to because that's where they live that's where they live you can find out where they work you can de-anonymize every little dot on Mm -hmm. the entire country we are all
1: being followed everywhere we go
0: and it was watching this video I'm like Fuck it. I'm just going to go back to Facebook. That's it. (laughs) Might as well. (laughs) I might as well. They've got it. They've got it. There's no getting away from it. Hiding is a fool's errand at this Mm -hmm. point. If you own a cell phone and you have a computer and you're on the internet, it's over. Game over, man. And I'm like, you know what? That's Okay, good. I don't have to worry about this anymore. That's one giant burden lifted off my shoulders that I don't have to worry about the surveillance state anymore, because they've just proven that it, it completely exists with their own video. <laughs> and then the Wall Street Journal is like, yeah, the government just bought it. So we don't have to worry about laws or privacy laws or anything like that. They just bought the data from the advertisers and they're using it. So it's like, guys, just give up the ghost. As, as, you know, we always joke that Steve Rombaum's videos, Privacy is Dead, Get Over It. And we thought we still had a chance, a fighting chance. Yeah, nope. we, we don't. They won. <laughs> they won. Completely, they won. So check out the video. Uh, this is from the Orlando Weekly. But uh, yeah, the video shows cell phones on Florida Beach. You have to watch this video. And to, just to understand mm-hmm. the level of technical prowess that these guys have, it was out of a movie. I swear to God. If I saw this in a movie... I'd have thought it was bullshit.
1: Uh, yeah, but I'd be like, "Boy, is- that look at that dystopia in the far future." Yeah. Oh wait, nope. no, that's now. They they did it. <laughs> they they they
0: did, you damn dirty apes! I, I swear <laughs> to God, it. I think
1: we need to retire the security segment. I know <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's like,
0: sorry, Dave, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Dave, we know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> walking around the office in his furry outfit having, <laughs> having a couple beers during the day. That's where Dave's at. Yeah. Well, some more Amazon news.
1: Uh, remember last weekend, which feels like five years ago, when all of a sudden everybody got the late April shipping dates, which, as we talked about, didn't really happen for most of us uh, because they were trying to focus just on essential items. Um, well, there have been ways to get a lot of things a lot quicker. Amazon has been hiding listings from competing sellers on its marketplace that promised to deliver the same products at earlier dates. Oh, shocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Categories ranging from sporting goods to office equipment. Amazon sellers have been offering some of these same items at the same or lower prices with earlier delivery dates than Amazon has. But the Amazon algorithm, which decides which seller wins a given product sale for a listing, has favorite items sold directly by Amazon. Shocking. Yep. Yeah, so this is an Amazon's ecosystem. Winning a sale of an item sold by multiple sellers is known as winning the buy box. And uh, after Recode alerted Amazon to the issue, a company spokesperson said the hidden listings are unintentional and that the company is urgently working on a fix.
0: Yeah, sure <laughs> they are.
1: Yeah, so it's uh, it's awesome. It's uh, gaming the system, but it is their system to game, is it not?
0: Uh, monopoly. Yes, monopoly. it is a Monopoly. <laughs>
1: Anyways, in uh, somewhat decent Amazon news. they are offering warehouse workers higher pay to handle Prime Now Groceries. So they are stepping up, at least for some of the employees, but uh, we'll see what happens. Um, a spokesperson described the hikes as temporary opportunities meant to reflect a significant increase in grocery orders. So we'll see what happens with that. And of course, it'll go away when this is all over. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And the, the Zuck is teaming up with Bill Gates to try to find a drug to treat the coronavirus. Uh, Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan are putting $25 million of their money behind an effort to develop therapeutic treatments. Uh, they're giving it to, uh, to Gates Foundation, which is organizing the effort called the COVID-19 Therapeutics Accelerator. Uh, Gates started it with $50 million, so Zuck's giving half of what Gates did. And the donation from them brings the total funding to $125 million right now. So So that's nice. That's the kind of normal way that uh, really, really rich people try to help out. But, of course, I did see a very funny tweet about this. Um, Somebody (laughs) wrote in, inspired by Chan and Zuckerberg, my husband and I have decided to donate the equivalent amount of our income. Where should we send our check for $4 to?
0: I saw another one that was a girl that had a... uh had a glass of like uh, black liquid, and she used an eyedropper and said, "This is Mark Zuckerberg's fortune." And she used an eyedropper and pulled out like you know like two CCs and put it in the <laughs> other one. It's like this is his donation to the COVID problem. Like, well, remember he's he's working drop. really hard to keep the lights on over at Facebook right now. Oh, God, yeah, no, but it was it was literally a drop in the bucket.
1: Yes. And as we discussed, uh, the scooter situation has uh, come to come to a head here. Bird has laid off about 30 percent of its employees amid the uncertainty caused by the coronavirus. This works out to about 406 people laid off out of 13,000 or 1,300 employees. Roughly, I can't believe they had 1,300 employees. And that doesn't even count the you know army of people, the bird collectors. Because yeah, they're not employees. Yeah, no, these are
0: actual, these are actual yes. employees.
1: <laughs> so they are providing four weeks of pay, three months of health coverage, and an extended time frame of 12 months to exercise stock options. Which, <laughs> why you bought stock in this company to begin with is beyond me, but I suppose it's an employee benefit. It's a perk, yeah. In, in lieu perk. of pay. <laughs> hmm so, according to a source, the balance sheet is strong, but it needed to reduce burn in order to extend its runway into 2021. So, uh, coronavirus gave them an excuse to reduce their burn. Yeah. So, Lime a is burn. looking for funding round that would cut its valuation from 2.4 billion to 400 million. So just they thought 400 they were worth more point- than it should be, which <laughs> <laughs> is still 400 million more than it should be. Yes, but they lost roughly two billion dollars in value uh, in just the last couple of weeks. And, of course, they have both suspended their respective services in response to the pandemic because otherwise they would be a goddamn vector.
0: Yep, exactly. That's why I said the first time. Yep. Like, could this be bird flu? Yes. (laughs) Everyone needs a world-class VPN. Grumpy Old Geeks recommends private internet access to protect your online privacy and identity. With just one private Internet Access VPN subscription, you can connect up to 10 devices at the same time. Go to GOG.show slash VPN and sign up today. For a limited time only, you can get our favorite VPN for just $2.69 a month when you sign up for two years. GOG.show slash VPN. That's GOG.show slash VPN. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, and it's time to fuel up with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer, thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like calorie smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor Fresh's never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day that you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? Step into a world of endless culinary delight with over 35 enticing meal options and over 60 tantalizing add-ons refreshed weekly. This May, supercharge your wellness journey with dietitian approved dishes built on ingredients you can count on. Treat your taste buds every day from sunrise to sunset with effortless nutritious choices, spanning from energizing breakfasts to delectable desserts. Indulge in the luxury of restaurant-caliber meals right at home. Savor the sophistication of filet mignon, the freshness of shrimp, and the bold flavors of blackened salmon. Simplify your life with Factor Meals, ready in just two minutes. Say goodbye to grocery runs, tedious prep, and cleanup. I love these things. I can't even tell you what I had this week because I had so many of them. But that's the great thing about Factor. Every week you have new options, and they're delicious. And you can tailor your eating experience with six specialized menu options. Plus, 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Media Candy.
1: Well, as I mentioned, uh, my throttled Netflix. I finished up the last season of Altered Carbon. It was all right.
0: It was all right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: The ending was kind of meh. Um, I don't know what's going to happen next. I kind of don't care. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I don't care either. It's like I I kind of wish I wouldn't have seen the second season cuz I I liked the first season a yeah, lot. I did too. And then the second season was just like a completely different thing and I'm like I just I I want to go back and watch the first season and scrub the second one from my mind. Totally. And I've got to say uh as much as you know being male I
1: appreciate it the the nudity that we got in the last episode of the last season because you knew that girl was going to have to get naked at some point because the show's about girls getting naked was entirely unnecessary and completely woven into the plot just to have somebody naked in it.
0: Yeah, I mean, the first season, it, it kind of made a lot of sense mm-hmm. with all the nudity because it was just like, oh, these are just nothing. They're sleeves. Yeah, whatever. they're just, just bodies. and cares? Yeah. yeah, but yeah, the it was they they, and they completely, you know, scrubbed that out of the second season. Like the first season was like, you know, watching Skinamax at night in the 90s, <laughs> you know, or the 80s. Yeah,
1: but, it was totally gratuitous. And it feels like uh, they got to the last episode and went, oh, we haven't used our actress naked yet. So we better get that yeah. in there.
0: Quick boobs stat.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh I finished the session. Um it's a great show although I again like I said right now I'm having a lot of difficulty with shows that have no redeeming characters or values whatsoever. <laughs> But uh, it, it was great. I mean, the acting is just flat out phenomenal. The writing is phenomenal. I am looking forward to more of that. Uh, my kids survival playlist has been Toy Story 1 through 4, Moana and Frozen 1 or 2. If I have to see these movies again, once this is all over, <laughs> I will stab my eyeballs with ice picks.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> you could just unplug the Ethernet and yeah <laughs> say we're done
1: uh, A bunch of people have sent me this link, which I thought was really good. uh This is called What Makes this Song great? It's a YouTube series by this guy. I'm trying to remember his name right now um What the hell is his name? Sorry about that. Rick Beato. And uh, he is a musician slash engineer of training, and he basically breaks down songs. It's a really well-done series. And, of course, the first one is about the cures, just like heaven. So that was pretty great. I actually subscribed to his channel after I saw this because I like how he does that sort of work. Uh, The show Messiah that I actually really enjoyed on Netflix uh, has been canceled after just the one season, so I will never have an answer to the mystery. And it proves my rule of waiting for at least three seasons before I watch anything. (laughs) (laughs) So there's no real answer. Netflix has not commented on why they're canceling it. One of the reasons that is being assumed is because it involves shooting in numerous different countries, which may be logistically challenging given the coronavirus pandemic right now. Uh, But also stupid people wrote a bunch of letters saying, hey, man, don't make fun of the Jesus.
0: Oh, why can't you make fun of the Jesus? (laughs) I don't
1: know. And for those of us missing sports ball, this probably isn't going to help at all because most people that are super into the sports ball don't really want to watch a bunch of people playing a video game. But Fox Sports is going to air a Madden NFL 20 tournament on March 29th. Yes, because they've already done a NASCAR eSports race with actual drivers. They are now going to do a football tournament with some players. Okay. Yeah. (laughs)
0: oh man well i gotta say uh some of the new stuff that's coming out uh, i know this is probably not in your wheelhouse uh did you did you watch ozark
1: no i haven't it's uh Uh. it's kind of on the list to get to but uh again you know parents slowly lose their minds when people make posts on social media about how bored they are in this downtime because uh, parents have no downtime
0: okay um ozark season three has dropped so now it has hit your criteria for three seasons uh, it is a fantastic show. I am dying to jump into season three. We just haven't gotten to it yet. Right. Um, I got this link from friend of the show, MXV, all of classic doctor who is now streaming for free. So this is over at Pluto dot TV or I don't, know, just, I don't know if it's Pluto TV. It's Pluto TV. Mm-hmm. Look it up. It's one of those uh, apps that you can get on your smart TV or stick or whatever the hell well, it
1: is. Well, doctor who certainly meets my criteria for at least three seasons
0: yes it does (laughs) yes it does i've been Uh, meaning
1: to get into doctor who for about 20 years so i guess there's no time like the present
0: well they're going to be running uh the serial from uh, william hartnell's original 1963 debut up to sylvester mccoy in 1989 they cut a deal with the bbc and started to run those um the thing about pluto tv is they don't run it like a normal streaming service it's scheduled like a broadcast network. So you have to look up when your show is going to be on and then go. do they have a virtual DVR built into it. <laughs> I have no idea. It's free. So probably not. Right. Um, well, at least the, the, the Doctor Who episodes are free. Go check it out. If you're into the Who, I have all this stuff ripped to a hard drive, so I don't need it, but uh, all good. Now, um, we talked about uh, shows to watch to take your mind off of things and mm-hmm. you know how to put things on in the background. I've gotten into really dumb shows to really take my mind off of things and my roommate and I have discovered Supermarket Stakeout on oh, the Food Network. I hate that show. <laughs> I love that show. It is so dumb. All right. But it's great yes, it is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you, you want to turn your brain off for an hour? Go watch Supermarket Stakeout because the premise is people have to go get groceries from the like they give them five hundred bucks, they got to like buy groceries from people coming out of the store, mm-hmm. and then they have to make something in a genre, and then they go head to head on it. Right, and it's fun to I think, the the standing in front trying to get groceries from people part is really dumb, but the stuff that they have to make from the crappy ingredients they get—that's the fun part. Right. There's some there's some good stuff in there,
1: <laughs> I, you know. I'm a I'm a firm Food Network fan. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like the reality show stuff. I, I I'm a bit, except for and I I do fall into this trap all the time. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. I say what you will about Guy Fieri. I love that damn show. It's a great show.
0: I'm with you. I don't. I don't know why everybody's like down on that guy. I, oh, I love dude. That show. Go it's check fun. out
1: the hashtag. Uh, uh, um, uh, check out. Go check out. There are amazing threads on Twitter right now about pe- people saying how Guy Fieri is basically America in a nutshell, and everybody leave him alone. He's a goddamn national treasure.
0: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I mean, I look at what happened at the Paradise Fires. He mm-hmm. went up there with his whole crew and, like, you know, did barbecue for hundreds of firemen. I think the guy's okay. Yeah, I don't know too. what everybody's pissed <laughs> off about,
1: you know? I mean, I wouldn't eat at
0: one of his restaurants, but I think he's great. I would totally eat at one of his <laughs> restaurants. I don't know. Um, the other show that we watched to turn your mind off is called Love It or List It over on HGTV. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen this one?
1: Uh, I have. I, I'm, yeah. When, when back in the day before we actually owned houses, we really enjoyed this show.
0: Uh, yeah, oh my God! Yeah, home repair in in the days of the coronavirus are a chore. <laughs> I did watch Bad Boys for Life this week.
1: Oh yeah, did uh, well. How, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of the series, anyways, but
0: did it uh, oh. keep up to the standards of the other ones? Totally, I okay, loved it. That's good. Right. It was. I mean, it's popcorn fun. Yep. It is popcorn fun. It is. It is so formulaic. You know exactly what's going to happen through the entire thing, but that's what makes it fun. You yeah. Know? This is not a time to
1: watch stuff that makes you think.
0: No, no. <laughs> uh, I got back into some video gaming at night, like I mentioned before, with Jordan Harbinger. We've been playing Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which is a really cool game. It's one of the uh, Tom Clancy games. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm playing this, and there's a character in there, and I'm like, I know that guy. I totally know that guy, I know that voice, and they, they, they base the character on this guy's affectations and everything, and it finally clicked one time, and I'm like, this can't be right, this can't be right, it's Rodney Mullen, the skateboarder, the pro skateboarder, and I'm like, what the hell is Rodney Mullen doing in this game, that can't be him, and I looked it up, sure shit, it's Rodney Mullen doing voiceover for video games.
1: Don't know who Rodney Mullen is, don't know what he- Ghost Recon is.
0: Uh, Rodney <laughs> Mullen is uh, one of the, you think Tony Hawk invented everything? No, Rodney Mullen invented everything. Tony Hawk just did it on vert. Rodney Mullen is the greatest skateboarder of all time, hands down. And uh, I saw this and I thought of you. The honest trailers for Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker came out, <laughs> and I thought it was. Picture perfect. Did you get a chance to watch it? I
1: I haven't watched it yet because I actually want to watch the movie again one more time before I do because it's all (laughs) all a bit fuzzy right now.
0: (laughs) Okay. 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 But it's bookmarked. It's bookmarked. Yeah. You have to watch it because it just tears in, in a way that Honest Trailers only can do. Right. It tears it down. And this has obviously been making the rounds—the Bobby E. Kelly song "Stay the Fuck at Home," mm-hmm. with based on an original original poem by Chris Franklin. We have all of that in the show notes, and we will close the show with the song because you just gotta—it's right. just so good. At the library. Well-
1: I don't know about you Jason but sitting down to read has been exceptionally difficult in this particular period of time so I have not finished uh, a book that I've been working on yet. Uh but something to make uh, make your life a little bit easier if you are a parent right now this is a cool thing uh the Sesame Workshop is doing its best to help us out. Uh it made a trove of ebooks available for free now so hours and hours of time reading and learning for the kids and hours and hours of time you get a goddamn break. There are 110 total titles that can be downloaded from all the major ebook platforms, including Amazon Kindle, Apple Books, Google Play, Barnes & Noble, Nook, Kobo, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And there's not even an expiration date at the moment, although we know how this works. Those books can be pulled from you at any time because you yeah. know, they're free and you don't own them. Right. Your kid can't read yet, can he? starting to very slowly i'm actually a uh, good well i'm now that i've used it for a few weeks i'll mention this right now abc mouse is awesome Awesome! So, parents out there that are struggling to figure out how to give some uh, some actual education to your kids, go check it out. It's pretty great. Um, so, what is yeah. it?
0: Is it an app or a show? Or? It's a
1: it's an app. It's a it's a learning app that comes with basically cu- curriculum for different age levels. Um, it's it's fan- It's just been great. My kid absolutely loves it. So he's starting to learn all of his letters and recognize them and all that sort of stuff, and even being able to draw them. Yeah, and it's all for different age ranges. So I think it goes up to like a you know. A, basically junior high school in terms of uh, lesson plans. So really good.
0: Cool. What was it called again?
1: ABC mouse.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: the
1: Poor Quibi, the quick bite streaming service that uh, kept pushing themselves as we're all so busy. We don't have a lot of time. Watch this five-minute movie made by this stupid celebrity has just launched when most of the world is completely bored out of their mind and watching as much as humanly possible. We want the extended versions of Lords of the Rings right now,
0: Quibi, not five (laughs)
1: minutes.
0: (laughs) You you either want five seconds, like on TikTok, (laughs) or you want five hours. (laughs) Yes. That's about it. So, uh,
1: poor timing there. But I suppose because everybody's at home and desperate to find anything, they're probably actually getting some pretty decent stats because, you know, content.
0: We'll, well, you know, they launched. Do so they have record-breaking download numbers? Now. Yes, of course. <laughs> We've had more downloads than ever before. <laughs>
1: oh God! Uh, and uh, uh, you know, the moron, of course, is obviously uh, uh, what's his name, Alex Jones. But the moron in this story is Google for waiting so damn long. Google has finally <laughs> pulled Infowars from the Play Store because he did coronavirus misinformation. Shocking. So yeah, uh,
0: where the hell have you been, Google? Yeah, I mean, the FTC got him already for claiming that his toothpaste can cure the coronavirus. <laughs> I'm like, what the? How is this guy still a thing? Well, he's been
1: deplatformed everywhere now, so I don't know how he's still a thing.
0: Oh, my God. Poor Alex. Poor Alex. Frogs are turning gay. Feedback loop. Over at Patreon, we've got two new subscribers, Casey and Peter. And thanks to everyone that's up their pledges over the last few weeks. Man. Thank you so much. And over at PayPal, we've got Simon, Michael, James, Florian, Scott, Judge, Stephen, John, Anne, Kristen, and Kristen says, thanks for the grumpiness now more than ever. And Levi, and Levi writes in, he grumps. Since I'm in the cloud business, days are not so bleak. So while managing to bump up the payout of my company, I might as well bump up my contribution. Thank you for what you are doing. Greetings from Levi in Denmark. And I got to say, I looked at the PayPal numbers the other day. Man, you guys are incredibly generous. I cannot believe it. Thank you so much.
1: Yes, thank you so much. Um, You guys also have a lot more time on your hands. This is easily the most feedback we've ever gotten before and some of it is very long and because we don't want to do an hour and a half show we will be uh on the fly editing things for brevity so apologies if you there was some really good joke that you had in there that we're cutting out so <laughs> over on twitter jackal j4ckl3 which i'm assuming is some Variation of that, uh, wrote in one of the factors of working from home for us geeks is the impulse shopping that comes out of surfing during downtime. Recently, for myself, I bought a nice USB C 3.1 RAID storage. Afterwards, I was left thinking, what the fuck do I do with 40 terabytes of storage? (laughs) Uh, You donate some of it to
0: Jason. (laughs) Start a podcast. (laughs) That's what you do. Yeah uh and mod 6502 writes in uh and it says not such an insensitive gift now was it and it's a tweet from uh uh was it elika sedgi uh and it's a photo of the peloton girl (laughs) from the commercial (laughs) and martin sent
1: in a link as well uh you might want to avoid calling the virus coronavirus it isn't very nice oh the coronavirus. it isn't very nice in portuguese and it's a link of uh, richard hammond explaining
0: that yes yes the, the the kona is uh, is interesting in portuguese <laughs> over at gog.show ryan writes in i'm surprised to hear brian mention vapor space on the 328 show gravitational arch of 10 was a favorite of mine when it came out back in 1993. there's a funny thing i learned earlier this month about the song from a youtube video posted on march 3rd 2020 of an interview from november 1993 with mark gage of vapor space the song was supposed to be called the Gravitational Arch of Io, as in the moon of Jupiter. It was an error made when the CD went to manufacturing or print. After all these years, the title finally makes sense to me. Oops.
1: That, that does make a lot more sense.
0: I always wondered, yeah.
1: what's the gravitational arch of 10?
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cameron writes in, I follow eSports, and when I heard about the reason one of the best players in the world left an organization, I found out it had to do with an employment laws in the UK. I found this, and this is the uh, Citizen's Advice uh, site for for the UK that says check out how many hours you're working, uh, because there are actual limits to how much you're supposed to be working by law. Wouldn't that be nice in the US, he says. I wonder how many companies are using the virus to get 80-hour work weeks out of employees that can work from home because you're lucky to have a job given the current climate. If you haven't noticed, I have a heck of a lot more time to write you guys now. <laughs> Yes, you all do. Thank you.
0: Oh, man. And Evan writes in, hey, Grumps, this is a shameless plug, but I just launched a site called Dear Mr. Ward, which features letters that my grandmother saved when she worked in the complaints department of Montgomery Ward in the 1930s. (laughs) I thought you might get a kick out of the letters from grumpy old farmers of days gone by. The first batch is all about toilet paper or the lack thereof. I'll be posting a new batch of letters every Tuesday through October and maybe some additional stuff if it turns up. So that's over at DearMrWard.com. Link will be in the show notes. It's very cool. Very cool. (laughs) And Amanda writes
1: in saying, Greetings from Essential Manufacturing. I've had a hard time following the show since we went to continuous 24 by 7 operations, but I hope you are both doing well on your side of the national Petri dish. Uh, She gets into a lot of her experiences there. Hang in there. You are Essential Services. We really appreciate everything you're doing, and we're very glad that we can actually make you laugh when you get a chance to listen. So thank you very much, Amanda. And uh, obviously, this is one of the ones we're editing for brevity.
0: <laughs> yes, it's a very long one. But uh, yeah, you, you're doing great work over there. And uh, she just talks about how, how you know, how they're staying safe doing what dark they're humor. Doing, so. Lots of dark humor. <laughs> Lots of dark humor is the way to get through this. Yes. Yes. And uh, fiend of the show Barrett Reese writes in because of this. And it's a link to an article. I think I think everybody's seen this picture right now, but it's uh, uh Of Robert Smith of The Cure. Monday, you can stay indoors. Tuesday, Wednesday, stay indoors. Thursday, stay indoors instead. It's Friday, stay indoors. Stay indoors.
1: (laughs) And uh, Mama Cow sent in my personal favorite bit of feedback we've ever gotten for the show. This show would be so much greater without the arrogant, egocentric, stupid Jason. Of course, that would be your favorite. Honestly, it was my favorite, too. (laughs) I I like it when they call us out. I think it's great. You know,
0: everybody has a favorite. (laughs) Yep, yep. Must be a Trump fan.
1: And some grumpy old cyber chick writes us. Hello, grumpers. Could you lend a hand to an old grumpster? You mentioned in last week's show that you will be demanding a refund from Prime since they are not providing you with the services you are paying for. Could you please help me with the wording and how to proceed myself? I have been an exemplary citizen practicing social distancing my entire life. For just over two years, I have been even more of an exemplary citizen practicing self-isolation, only emerging from quarantine every other week, if not more. Jokes aside, I am legally blind and a chronic social distancer. I rely desperately on the Amazon Prime now two-hour delivery service for my food and essentials. I totally appreciate Amazon cannot run that service at the moment. Four weeks ago, you could only order a day and a half in advance, which was a luxury compared to over two weeks ago when it stopped altogether. Uh, And uh, then she goes through all of the processes that she's gone through to try to get stuff and try to get in touch with Amazon service. Um, We were kind of joking. Uh, about getting a refund from (laughs) Amazon Prime because that's never going to happen. And um, yeah, their customer service is a mess. It's a total mess. There is no way to get a hold of everyone. So um, keep trying. Try and use other services as well um, have backups you know use whatever you can uh, my wife has become a goddamn ninja at online ordering of essentials um, using a variety of different sites uh, instacart uh, Amazon uh, target etc you just all of you, which
0: are on strike now <laughs>
1: all of which are on strike now you you got to do what you got to do and uh, don't don't hope that you're going to get a hold of Amazon customer service because you're probably not going to and they're probably not going to be able to do anything for you right now they are just being overrun so So hang in there.
0: Uh, Keep safe. Yep. And uh, she's in London. So uh, if anybody can help her out that's in London, uh, let us know. We'll hook you guys up and uh, maybe we can have a have a connection there. Hmm. Sissy writes in. This one's a heartbreaker. My cat went to the kitty doctor for what I thought was a hairball stuck in his booty. It turns out he's dying. I'm heartbroken. He's at the kitty hospital now alone. Normally, I'd visit him and hang out while he has his treatments, but I can't go to the vet. This cat has been through a lot with me. It's really sad because everything in the house reminds me of him, and this is a sudden thing. Normally, I'd go to the gym and really hammer out a workout, but I can't. My husband is keeping a close eye on me and getting daily updates on my cat. Do y'all have any suggestions on what I can do to distract myself? Well, sorry, sissy. I'm, I mean, I'm heartbroken for you. I know what that's like. I've been through it. It's terrible. I would say, video games. Find an immersive long-form video game and dive into it. That's when I when I lost basically all my cats, I would find a new video game and just it it takes you out of it for a while and you can get immersed in that world and just forget about things. And uh, it's yeah, it's a tough one, Sissy. So, I'm really sorry to hear that.
1: Yeah, and if you're more of a reader than a gamer, um, and if you've never read Dune, now's the time. That well, is a long-ass <laughs> series that will be very immersive. So. True, true. Uh, Jolene writes in, I heard your update on the state of mass donations to healthcare facilities. I wanted to tip you off to the movement of creating homemade reusable face masks. And this is an article over at the New York Times, a sewing army making masks for America. Uh, I've made a number of my own to donate to small hospitals. that don't get a lot of attention even during good times. It's been a great way to spend extra time. Take care of yourselves. Yeah, it's a great movement for if you know how to sew. A lot of people are doing this now. They're making masks for themselves, their friends, to donate to local hospitals. Uh, pretty awesome. Awesome. Um, you know, wartime spirit. It's amazing.
0: I know a lot of people in my neighborhood that are doing that, too. Yeah. It's uh, one of those things when, when you're yelling across the street. How are you doing? Oh, I'm just in, in inside making masks. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, yeah, we found the patterns. We're just making masks and taking them to the, the local hospitals and clinics. I'm like, good for you. Good for you. I can't. Yep. So to save my life. I would be in intensive care because I'd be sticking my fingers all the time and bleeding out. <laughs> yes, you should probably not do this. Fred says, here's an interesting article in French, sorry, about Swisscom, our main cell provider in Switzerland, who's been asked by the government to give away users' location to control gathering of people during COVID-19 limitations. So if you're a French and can read this, go for it. But uh, I think this it's is going to be the new normal.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's the new normal, too. Yep. And uh, here's Cameron again, one of the seventeen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> that he sent us this week. We do appreciate it. But I did like this one because I'd been meaning to do an article and a follow-up uh, about this, uh, and I get my chance to do it now. Uh, Cameron says, there are some positives that are coming from the coronavirus. I'm not arguing that it is worth the cost of the outbreak. It's nice to look at some of the upsides sometimes. And this is from OneTreePlanted.org, the surprising climate change benefits of coronavirus. Uh, the TLDR on this article, no travel, no commuting, equals lower carbon footprints. Air quality is improved in lockdown areas. Coal use has plummeted, et cetera. I I can speak for Los Angeles. Uh, if when you go outside, it is beautiful. It is stunningly gorgeous. There is no smog at all. It is the cleanest skies I've seen ever. Um, However, having said all of that, here's the article that I wanted to get in here. There's a lot of viral bullshit going around. Fake animal news abounds on social media as coronavirus upends life. This is from National Geographic. I'm sure a lot of you remember just a scant week or so ago that we were getting uh, all these posts of different things that are happening because uh, humans aren't going out and, and the animals are bouncing back and running free in a humanless world. But a lot of it? wasn't real. The swans in the viral posts regularly appear in the canals, a small island in the greater Venice metropolitan area where the photos were taken. They have not broken back into Maine of Menace, they've been there the whole time. The Venetian dolphins were filmed at a port in Sardinia in the Mediterranean Sea, hundreds of miles away. The drunken elephants, that was bullshit too. Nobody has been able to figure out where the photos came from. A Chinese news report debunked the posts. While the elephants did recently come through a village in the province, their presence isn't out of the norm, they aren't the elephants in the photos, and they didn't get drunk and pass out in a tea field. It's
0: all bullshit. Oh, are you saying that people are using <laughs> this as, a, as an as opportunity? As a way to get Instagram fame? Yes, uh, Yes, I believe I am. Jeff writes in, at what point in the COVID-19 scare timeline do companies who set up employees to work from home keep them working at home even after the crisis has passed? What pros and cons do you see? As a designer slash CAD draftsman in the film biz, I'd be over the fucking moon to see a strong work at home (laughs) precedent evolving. Well, you and me both, buddy. You and me both.
1: Well, I think what we're going to find out is that some industries are good for it and some are not. Um, Some people are good for it. Some are not. Uh, like most things. I'd imagine most people, uh, certainly my wife falls into this category, will run screaming and crying back to their offices after this is over. Um, I see a lot of offices that can do it, maybe shifting to two to three days in office with options to work at home the other days. Uh, a lot of infrastructure has got to be built out for successful telecommuting for larger companies. So um, I know a lot of companies, I, I know quite a few CEOs that are really looking into this right now that are are seeing a co- potential culture shift um, and and, uh, but it's really going to come down to the individuals. I think a lot of you are finding out that working from home is not working for you very well. So
0: we'll see. Yeah, I'm waiting for the. the I'm waiting for the Instagram memes. It's like you know everybody's posting bored at home, bored at home, bored at home. And then the first week they have to go back to the office. It's like, can we get another pandemic so I can go back home? <laughs> bored at work, bored at work, bored at, at work.
1: Yeah, that's human nature.
0: So yeah, wherever uh, you go, there you are.
1: Yep. And MidRoss writes in regarding Amazon Prime delays. Maybe it varies by area, but the delayed delivery times given at order time haven't held true for me in Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, this is what we've kind of been talking about. Uh, again, they were hedging their bets. Stuff is coming through. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. And Grant writes in this one. He's, he's like, <sighs> wash your Prime packages. Truly disgusting. Amazon delivery guy deliberately spits on package that was caught on a ring cam. And this is from TMZ. It's a TMZ exclusive. And it's yep. it's like they found the guy. I Good. don't know uh, if they've followed up yet with uh, any prosecutorial issues, yeah, but I you think know. it's going to be fined and fired. So. Uh, fined and fired. Well, I mean, look at the woman who went and coughed on all the groceries at that store and uh, before and got like you know had them destroy thirty five thousand dollars worth of produce. She was arrested, and they're treating this as like you know a terrorist act now. If you do this kind of shit, because yep. they want to nip it in the bud. So Good. hopefully, this guy you know just gets uh, gets what he deserves because it's bullshit. Yep.
1: And Joe writes in, I've never been into any of the Star Trek series except the original series I watched as a kid. You guys have given really good reviews of the new Picard series, so I started to watch it. All I can say is it's amazing. I am only a few episodes in, but loving it. Also, have you guys watched the show Dev? I don't remember you guys talking about it. I just found it on Hulu, but haven't watched it yet. Any thoughts? Um, I
0: have not watched that. I have not watched it because it's on Hulu, even though I have (laughs) Hulu. Trying to find anything on Hulu is is a fool's errand because seriously still worst interface ever
1: yeah and i have just got to throw in this for you joe um go watch star trek the next generation i think uh, jason and i can both agree and most people do it is our favorite of all the star trek series so check it out
0: uh we don't agree on that because i think deep space nine is my favorite of the three deep space nine next gen and then picard there you go Ralph writes in, hi geeks, hope your sheltering at home is going well. Here's an interesting factoid about one of the results of that trend. And it's an article at CNN, why Walmart is seeing a rise in sales for tops, but not bottoms during the coronavirus crisis. And we just missed this one on the show last week. It's been around. But yeah, everybody's buying nice shirts because they don't need pants when they're doing their Zoom calls. That's about it. (laughs) And uh, $8 Steve writes us. Uh, he
1: is uh, the one that originally suggested the $1 per episode a while ago. He wanted to say thanks for your pod- for our podcast and all that we do and wrote us a very nice, very long, very lovely uh, letter. So thank you so much, $8 Steve, and thank you for starting that movement. We appreciate it.
0: Elaine writes in, there are some nasty people out there. A Norwegian school quit using video calls after a naked man guessed the meeting link. And yes, this is uh, part of the... The Zoom issue that we've been talking about, where people are out there trying to just, you know, basically doing random number generators to try and find all the Zoom meetings that are out there. So, guy showed up naked. What are you going to do? Um, you know, most of these things let you put a passcode. Yeah. Put it on your damn passcodes, people. Don't be lazy. Exactly. Start to lock that down. This is not this. <laughs> <laughs> this is not your uh, your security camera of the uh, the early aughts. You know, yes. put a password on it. Mike writes in, I swore I wouldn't add any more
1: podcasts, but I'm a fan of the Jordan Harbinger show, and I checked yours out based on Jason's recommendation. You recommended to your own show? Interesting. <laughs> yes, case.
0: of course I did. <laughs> Every week.
1: On this, Feedback Friday. <laughs> this is like hanging out with a couple of friends if my friends were as grumpy as I am and more technologically aware. Thank you for helping me stay sane while I'm stuck in my apartment hoping to avoid the plague. You're welcome.
0: Fiend of the show Barrett sent in this other one and says, this seems about fitting right now. And it's a, uh, <laughs> it's an image of the dude says, hey, man, just give the corporations a relief check equal to what they pay in taxes. Exactly.
1: Amen to that, brother. <laughs> Brian writes in, I was just listening to episode 425 and you asked for a good note sharing app for Android. And I really like to use Google Keep. It is really easy to add collaborators on any notes. There you go, Android people.
0: Marson writes in, are you guys familiar with the project Folding at Home? I've seen that we can donate our processing power to help fight diseases. Should I trust that my computer is actually helping and not being now part of some kind of botnet used to mine bitcoins or ddosing sites? Folding at Home is a long-established uh, thing, so yeah, you can trust it's them. run
1: by reputable companies. You can trust them. We've been we've actually mentioned them a couple times. It's the same people that did SETI at Home. It's you're fine. It's legit. Don't worry. Yeah,
0: and they're actually using this to help break down the, the coronavirus right now. So, uh, yeah, you're fine. You're not uh, giving somebody else Bitcoin, so all good. <laughs> and Lynn sends in a link from Bing. Catching up
1: on the last four shows and heard you were looking at CV19 dashboards. This one is by Microsoft and Azure, and it breaks Azure. it down even more than the one you spoke of. This allows you to drill down to the county, news articles, etc. So, very cool. Check that one out as well, but I'm sticking with my John Hops- John's Hopskins one. Johns Hopkins, <laughs> Johns Hopkins, in <laughs> Harvey
0: Manfringenson. <Harvey> Manfringens- <laughs> it's a nice one. It looks nice, but yeah, I'm sticking with uh, I'm sticking with the Johns Hopkins one myself. <laughs> and Ed writes in episode four twenty five. You mentioned Rat Attack from the Gregory Brothers. This is the third episode in the series with Chicken Attack and Chicken Pig Attack preceding this one. The videos make a little more sense if watched in order. I find that very hard to believe. (laughs) I find that very hard to believe.
1: I also feel like I've had my fill. I don't need any (laughs) more.
0: Yes, Takeo Ishii is the star of the series who is known in Germany as the Japanese Yodeler. (laughs) He gives us a link to the website. Yes, and in Germany, (laughs) David Hasselhoff is also known to have talent. Yes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hop in my car oh I love that David Hasselhoff song okay Michaela writes in uh, for the Brian who wrote in feedback loop looking for a sync grocery list app my roommate and I use our home for our apartments. you can add items to shopping lists as well as keep track of tasks stop editing while I'm trying to read Jason it keeps jumping all over the place
0: sorry yeah.
1: <laughs> making it <laughs> very difficult nice <laughs> All of a sudden, Michaela's comment disappeared from my screen. And I'm like, okay, I didn't memorize the next line. We can add podcasting. (laughs) We can add items to a shopping list as well as keep track of tasks that need to be done, like who needs to clean the litter boxes and when it was last done, etc. Oh, great. So you can shame your person that you're stuck in with for three months. Uh, We also have treat yourself rewards set up to motivate us for those chores we really don't want to do. For example, if I collect a certain amount of points, I can claim a reward to let me buy a video game for myself as a treat. Self-motivation is difficult with depression and anxiety, especially these days, but I can always bribe myself with video games. Alternatively, if you want an app that's only a shopping list, Got Milk is good. Neither app has in-app purchases or subscriptions. Thank you. Uh, The links will be in the show notes.
0: And over on iTunes, we have one review this week by Seattle Gene in the USA here. Too Good to Be True, five stars, how to perfect a podcast. Listen to the pod heads of pod heads. (laughs) Well, thank you. Uh, If you want your question or comment
1: read on the show, possibly edited because you guys are writing in fucking books at this point, (laughs) head over to GOG.show slash contact and send us your feedback or questions that we can read on the air. And if you're so inclined, please head over to GOG.show slash iTunes and toss us a five star and snarky review.
0: And since you've got so much time on your hands, make sure you click those stars in Overcast. We appreciate it. Closing shout out. Shout out to everyone listening who's doing what they can to make this whole damn thing less of a burden on the human race and not more of one. When this is over, history's going to judge the people that did the wrong things when they knew that protecting their fellow humans was what was important. The self-centered assholes that are out there possibly spreading the virus will be the first against the wall when we press play on the world again. When someone loses a member of their family that could have been prevented by everyone staying at home and writing this thing out, they're going to be looking for blood. So all you selfish assholes who just couldn't stay home or encouraged other people to go out because of whatever fucked up thing in your brain thinks this is a big nothing burger, well, prepare for social justice because it's coming for you.
1: And you should probably keep in mind that we're all going to have our individual heat maps because there is no privacy anymore that will show exactly where we've gone over the past month. And we will all be able to see them. Yep.
0: So uh, just be prepared for that. Next time you want to go out and have a jog with uh, your buddies, you know, you can have a solo jog all you want. Have a solo walk or with the people that you live with. But don't have a party you dumb motherfuckers. Until next time, I'm Jason DeFilippo. And
1: speaking of walks, I need to take my kid out for one right now. And I'm Brian Schulmeister. Thanks for listening to Grumpy Old Geeks. To support the show and keep us on the air, go to gog.show slash donate. Toss us a few bucks and we'll love you forever. Your support really keeps us going and in place at home with food and we really appreciate it. Show notes for this episode are at gog.show slash 427. From there, you can find links to old episodes, leave feedback, ask questions, donate to the show and get links to stuff we like stay home
2: thank you to chris franklin for these lyrics the world has caught a virus so i've written you a poem we need your help to cure it so stay the fuck at home and if you have got 12 kids or you're living on your own Lock it down and isolate and stay the fuck at home If you think you're not at risk here, you're living in a dome It spreads faster than a hooker's leg, so stay the fuck at home I need the gym, I need the beach, I hear you bitch and moan You need to grow a brain cell and stay the fuck at home But I feel fine, I don't feel sick I'll go out on my own How thick are you, you selfish prick Please just stay the fuck at home From LA through to Berlin, from Wuhan to to Rome There's people dying every day, so stay the fuck at home If you need to contact family, use Facebook, Skype or phone We've got the fucking internet, so stay the fuck at home The only way to slow it down is isolate, not roam Please help the world get back on track and stay the fuck at home Stay the fuck at home, stay the fuck at home Don't you be a fucking dick, please stay the fuck at home. Stay the fuck at home.